Carlisle shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to a uh, what Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. <laughs> wow. There is so much going on in the world today and uh we're gonna we're gonna do our level best to uh dig into it, make sense of it. Excuse me one second. Not a good way to start. You have a little uh, something in the throat. Anyway, uh welcome to the show. Glad to have you uh here. Um I am um Kind of, you know, as you are every day, you look at the news headlines, you uh, you uh, you look at uh, what's happening in the country, you shake your head, you go, oh my God, where are we going to go? Uh, what are we going to do? How much worse are things going to go? I ha- I'm throwing up my hands. I want to move to wherever uh, and all of that. And, and I'm just going to say that I would ask you to just hang on. I really believe this year is going to be awesome. I really, really do. I think this year is going to be the year that uh, we start saying, uh, uh, we start uh, going back to common sense, leaving nonsense behind. And I believe that we are beginning to see some of that uh, in some of the headlines that I'll get to today, including our thoughts about people who come here illegally, uh, including our, uh, uh, well, for instance, black voters were just uh, were just um, polled about uh, all of these uh, racist laws in, uh, in Georgia that Republicans ushered in that surely were Jim Crow 2.0. Jim Crow 2.0. My God, you might as well have public hangings for crying out loud, those racist Republicans bringing in those racist, racist voting laws. Oh, no, no, actually they're just really good and they're a way to uh, uh, ensure that your vote counts everybody's vote counts yeah that's what it's there for but you see democrats hate it because the only day only way they can win is by lying to you the only way they can win is by controlling the narrative the only way that they can win is controlling the media big social media and the arms of the government and they did a very very good job of it the last couple of years shutting down you and me they are attempting at least one organization is attempting to shut down my network Newsmax, fourth largest cable network in the country, DirecTV, they're planning on losing it this week. Just getting rid of it all together. Why? Well, they did the same thing to OAN last year. I'm going to get into this very shortly, and, and what I would ask you to do is politely get in touch with your congressional representative and tell them to tell DirecTV... Stop censoring conservatives. All right, so we're going to get to that here very shortly. But listen to this, listen to this. Do you want to guess? Okay, hold on. How many black voters had a poor experience voting in the 2022 midterm elections in Georgia? Now, we know that the President of the United States said that this was Jim Crow 2.0. We know that every Democrat was saying that uh, it might as well be the uh, uh, the pre-Civil War South for blacks in Georgia. Um, but uh, no, not so much with uh, people of color. In uh, Would you believe that, uh, what was it? Who, 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 how many, what percent, uh, percentage of, uh, of people of color in Georgia do you suppose had a very bad experience because of the Jim Crow law that uh, Republicans forced down the throats of people in Georgia with regard to demanding things like, I don't know, uh, maybe an ID if you want to vote so you can prove who you are. Anybody want to guess? Is it 50? It's got to be like 70, 75 percent of people of color are going, oh, I got it. I got kept. It was Jim Crow. I couldn't vote. Ah! Well, it was a little bit lower than uh, conservatives in Maricopa County, where, um, you know, most of them were really angry about Election Day because 60% of the voting machines just suddenly didn't work. Is it 50% of people of color in uh, in Georgia? No, a little lower than that. I, uh, 40% of uh, the, the terrible racist law that was passed by everyone. No, 30, 30, 30%. 30, still, that's still a pretty big portion of people of color in Georgia who know 
that Republicans just want to keep him from voting. Would you believe, according to a poll by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which is a liberal rag, it found that, are you ready for this, 73% of black voters had a excellent experience. had an excellent experience. 23% said they had a good experience. 3% said they had a fair experience. What percent of black voters in Georgia with Jim Crow 2.0 deliberately put there to keep black people from voting? What was the percentage? Zero. Zero percent. According to the Atlanta Journal Constitution, or as Rush Limbaugh used to call it, the Atlanta Urinal Constipation. <laughs> I couldn't do better than that, so I don't even bother. I just call it the Atlanta Journal Constitution. I'm going to give that one to Rush. So 95% said they had an excellent or good experience overall while voting. <laughs> 4% said their experience was poor, and less than 1% said their experience was poor. So 0% of uh, black people in Georgia, despite all the caterwauling, all of the caterwauling, including the Major League Bay, MLB, pulled their all-star game out of Georgia in 2021 in protest of the election law, the racist Jim Crow 2.0 law in Georgia that surely would keep black people from voting. And, uh, yeah, about what? What was it again? 95% of voters said they had an excellent or good overall experience. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is fantastic. You know what else? You want to know else? Listen to this. Listen to this. You ready? Uh, Only 14% of Americans support amnesty and citizenship for those who've come here illegally. That's really weird. Despite that PSA that ran during the NFL games over the weekend that said Jesus would have been an illegal alien. Remember that? Did you see that stupid thing running all over the place? Somebody decided they want to hijack the Son of God. Somebody that you and I, if you're a Christian, I should say, maybe if you're not Jewish, if you're Jewish, but whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, they, they literally run in a PSA saying Jesus was an immigrant. We should let people come in. And I, and I immediately uh, put on, on Twitter, I said, well, yeah, but Jesus wasn't trafficked by uh, dr- narcos, drug lords, uh, with, uh, with a, uh, you know, a bag of fentanyl that will kill Americans. You know, there is that. But 14% of Americans support amnesty and citizenship for those who have entered the country. Three-quarters of U.S. voters believe those who entered the country illegally should simply be expelled. And I do, too. I think everybody, I don't even care what it takes. If you came here in the last two years illegally, you sneaked into the, into the country, uh, you go bye-bye. All right, if we can afford a plane ticket to frigging New York, or we can afford a plane ticket for you, or a bus ticket to wherever, then we could certainly fly you back into wherever. Give me a break. 59% said those who entered the country illegally should be expelled, and those in the asylum review process should have the review completed and a determination made, whether that be asylum or removal. 14% said that asylum and citizenship should be granted to those who enter the country unlawfully. But you know what? I'm sure those... uh, as Democrats would call them, I would call them Hispanic voters or, uh, you know, people from Central and South America and Mexico. Uh, but the Democrats like to call them brown people because uh, they always use the word brown people as a cudgel against white people, you know, because, you know, we're all racist and white supremacists. What percentage of Hispanic voters believe that somebody who entered the country illegally should be expelled? It's got to be like 90 
percent, 91% of those people. No, it's less than that. 60, no, 50, 55% of Hispanic voters believe those who entered the country illegally should be expelled. Yeah. 63% of Americans view, view securing the border as essential to U.S. national security, which would mean <laughs> that uh, we're not stupid. Yeah, you and me aren't stupid. We know why this is happening. And remember when the Democrats, they were going to say it was white replacement theory, right? They, they came up with this thing. Oh, yeah, well, the reason why uh, we don't want illegals coming here is because of white, uh, white replacement theory and white people are terrified they're going to get replaced. Well, yeah, nobody believes that. I mean, really nice try. We also don't believe that the uh, election integrity laws in Georgia and other states are racist. You see what I'm doing here? You see what I'm doing? Majority also believe state governors play a role having the responsibility to step up and secure the border if the federal government fails to do so. Do you hear that, Greg Abbott? All right, not just El Paso, Greggy. Get busy. Katie Hobbs ain't going to do it to Arizona, but hopefully a lawsuit will prove, will prove, will prove she stole the election. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that, by the way. I know I'm not supposed to say that because it's disinformation and misinformation, and you're just supposed to move on when you see malfeasance. You're just supposed to move on. Just move on. You don't leave it in the past. Oh, yeah, this one was stolen, but no big deal. You ever had anybody in your family murdered? Do you ever just go after about a year of saying, oh, you know what, let's just leave it behind us? No biggie. No biggie. No, we're not forgetting. We're not forgetting because when these kind of abuses and usurpations take place, uh, we can't just leave them behind. What else? What else? What else? Oh, oh, listen to this. This is crazy. Despite the fact that the caterwauling that always happens about a government shutdown with regard to uh, uh, having to uh, vote on raising the debt ceiling, which has been happening forever, it looks like a majority of likely voters in the United States said they prefer having the government shut down to having Congress approve more spending. Well, isn't that funny? Well, surely that people who make less, like people who make less between like, I don't know, thirty and fifty thousand dollars, they don't want that government shut down because all that sweet, sweet government uh those benefits you get and everything and all that. No, actually, that's the, uh, that's the uh, demographic that uh, is least concerned about a government shutdown. Because we don't believe it anymore. Because that demographic is the one that suffers every time that uh, the economy goes south. Yeah. Th- those are the people who've had to cut their budgets. Those are the people who have to say, well, you know what? We can't afford Walmart anymore, so we got to go shop at Dollar General to get our grocery stores. Hey, kids, enjoy your uh, expired uh, uh, dated Pringles uh, along with your chicken nuggets. That are right at the expiration date. Yeah, enjoy your meal there while Nancy Pelosi eats $15 a quart ice cream or a pint ice cream out of her $25,000 freezer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the world won't end if the government shuts down. And I uh, actually kind of pray for it, to be quite honest, because you know what? Nothing ever happens. Everybody gets a paycheck. None of the benefits stop. The world doesn't stop. But the, the government does have to live in the same rules that you and I do. We can't just increase our debt ceiling. I don't even know about that. My wife wrote me this morning, don't use this credit card anymore. I'm like, okay, I get it again, again. She just capped my debt limit. <laughs> she did. So what am I trying to say here? Well, you know, despite the government literally, literally 
working with the FBI, the VHS, the IRS to shut down freedom of expression so that you would have to just hear the government party line. And the government party line is that uh, voter integrity laws and ID are racist, that uh, not allowing people to stream freely over the border is racist, among other things. And a government shutdown will end the world. Despite all of that, you know that it's bullcrap, okay? It's all bullcrap. And you know what? You haven't caught the stupid. Yeah, that's why I do this song. Arizona and Corona. All the lies about them they've been telling you. Yeah, they lie a lot. How did they win it? The freaking Senate. When the votes that they received were very few. Ballot harvesting. Don't catch the stupid. What? Don't buy their BS. You can't say that. The climate change is real. Inflation's not. Disinformation. Don't catch the stupid. Don't believe them. Because distraction and diversion's all they got. That's what they we do. all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global warming. Russian collusion led to confusion. January 6th is a smokescreen. Yeah, the new Green Deal <laughs> is a disguise. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. Don't catch the stupid. You just can't do it. That in women's sports, men should compete. They're teaching sex ed in kindergarten. Their destructive policies we must defeat. Like wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Statues have fallen. It's so appalling to ignore Hunter's laptop and his theft. Oh, there's that. Don't catch the stupid. Reject their nonsense. Everything is stupid on the left. And uh, you get it. And I get it. And that's why 2023 is going to be awesome. You just have to stay true to your principles and recognize when you're being bs Okay. Here's a number if you'd like to chime in. 800-922-6680. Coming up, the White House is getting all upset because we're asking serious questions, not about the dear leader's favorite ice cream. We'll get to that in your phone calls as well. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's The Rob Carson Show. Oh, there's nothing like a little rage against the machine, is there? And that's kind of what we're doing, right? Isn't that kind of what we're doing? I'll tell you what. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of armies of darkness in the world that hate this grand experiment, which is called the United States of America. You have always had the ability to speak freely. You've had the experience to uh, uh, to uh, experience the uh, embarrassment of riches that the United States has ushered into the world. Because before the United States. Uh, you had to poop in a shed outside your house, and uh, and you didn't have any electricity or airplanes or TVs or interweb or or uh, you know the, this glorious thing here. I think it's a, it's a supercomputer right here in my pocket. It says uh, it's a it's an iPhone. I think it is. I think it has a phone app on it. I'm not sure, but it's a super uh, supercomputer, and and the world hates it. Uh, the world's despots just hate, hate, hate freedom of expression. They hate, hate, hate that you have the ability to communicate. That's why uh, Apple actually worked with the Chinese government to shut the uh, the uh, what is it, Dropbox feature so that uh, people who are protesting Chinese communism uh, could actually communicate without the government fighting them and murdering them. 
And Apple played along with it, I guess. You know, so we're kind of spoiled. We're, we've been a little spoiled, particularly. I mean, really spoiled, like Gen X starting to be spoiled, and then uh, millennials real spoiled, and then Gen Z. Oh my God, in heaven! Why don't you just breastfeed till you're seventy? Uh, but you know, we were kind of the uh, Gen X, kind of the uh, ushered in this kind. Of, we 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 lived at a higher level than our parents did. Maybe your parents were <clears throat> Korean War veterans, uh, veteran, uh, you know, Korean War era. My folks were uh, the Greatest Generation. My folks. They didn't have indoor plumbing. My dad didn't. They had an outhouse when he was young. He, he was born in 1929. No, 22. He was born in 22. My mom was born in 29. They were old enough to be my brand, grandparents, but they were my parents. They didn't have plumbing. They didn't have the dishwasher. They didn't have the washing machine. They had the, if they didn't have, you know, they had one of those old washing machines where you'd have the washing board and then you'd wring out the clothes and all deal. And then, uh, then comes in the Generation X and all of a sudden, oh, my goodness, we've got this and we've got this and we've got this. And, uh, and the, a lot of the world really, really hates us for that. The despots of the world really, really hate that. And consequently, they are uh, waging war on us in a million different ways, and one of them is freedom of expression. One of them is freedom of expression. They hate that you are able to have an opinion other than the government. That's why they're now calling your opinion disinformation or misinformation. That's what Joseph Stalin did. How did it work out for Joseph Stalin? Just do it real quick. Any, anybody want to guess on that? I'm going to tell you right now, uh, despotism always ends with a, uh, uh, a sh- uh, short bridge and, uh, or, or uh, 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 well, a short bridge and a short piano wire. That's generally how it works. Generally, if you're a voice of freedom and liberation, you don't end up that way. But you know what? Nothing good happens to despotism. Nothing good happens to despotism. You bed down with despotism, you're going to pay the price for it. If you are a despot, it will not end well for you. I'm not saying it's going to happen here, but uh, I will tell you, if you go down the road with despotism and censorship, sooner or later, people are going to say, uh, no, I don't think so. Happened during the French Revolution. It's happened in other revolutions ever since. And the only difference is that we are a country that has had codified the freedom of expression for the first time in history. The First Amendment of the Constitution codified the ability to worship freely, uh, to uh, associate freely, and speak freely. Yeah. First time in history. And look what it did to the United States of America. And the world's despots hate it. Hate, hate, hate. The government hates that you can't say that CRT is bad in schools. The government hates that you can't say or that you can say that, hey, maybe that vaccine doesn't work so well. Or, hey, maybe that vaccine has caused a whole lot of mitocarditis and people are dying because of it. Or I could go on and on and on. Or, hey, you know what? I think the Arizona election was stolen. Oh, the government hates, hey, you got to shut up. you got to shut your mouth. Well, wait a minute. It's guaranteed by the First Amendment. Yeah, but you know what? We hate the First Amendment. And if you think that the uh, Republican House of Representatives is going to uh, usher in a, a, a new era of uh, freedom of expression, well, you're probably hoping against hope because you know what? They aren't going to do it unless you tell them this is what we demand. This can be an extraordinary year for freedom of expression and for exposure of abject deep state corruption that is something our founders could have never, ever envisioned and maybe never been able to understand that in a country so free and so rich that there are those who would rather have an oligarchy. 
I'm going to get to that in a minute and also talk about DirecTV. They're dropping Newsmax. What you can do about it, that's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. We the people are mad as hell. It's The Rob Carson Show. There is nothing to me more heartbreaking. I mean, aside from the loss of a loved one or something like that, then knowing your freedom of expression is absolutely verboten. Now, I started experiencing this uh, pretty early on in my career. I started right out of college, and there was a guy there. He just started about a year earlier in New York City, and his name was Rush Limbaugh. And I remember hearing this show, because I was kind of on the fence. I, I think I was conservative I was, uh, when I was in college. I was pro-life. And I, I kind of blamed everything that had happened to me in college on, I guess, out of circumstance. I don't know what the hell. I was making $3.35. That was the minimum wage in America. When I was in college, I worked 100 hours of uh, work study, and the rest was volunteer. And I worked seven days a week uh, through about my sophomore through senior year in college, all the while making $3.35 an hour. And when I graduated, I was pissed off, I was hungry, I was tired of eating bologna and peanut butter and ramen noodles, and, uh, and I, I started working doing a morning show in Columbia, Missouri. It was an entertainment morning show, and I'm like, dang, I, I got to make more money. My starting salary is I, I held out for 18.5. They were just going to give me 18. Yeah. Which means that I came home uh, every two weeks, uh, $485. God, I sound so old. Dear God. This is 1990. Anyway... My rent was three fifty. <laughs> my car payment, because my mom wanted me to pay off my car in three years, was three eighty nine. And I started listening to this guy named Rush Limbaugh, and I was I started writing comedy for other networks. And I'm like, man, this guy is what? 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 Oh my gosh! Wow! I guess that's me. And I never heard it before. I never heard it before because, you know, when you used to watch the news, you had Uncle Uncle Walter and you had, what, uh, Dan Rather and you had all the oldsters, all the dinosaurs on the mainstream media and you kind of just relied to them. You know, Uncle, Uncle, it's Uncle Walter's story time. You know, here we go. And then Rush Limbaugh made you realize what you're missing. <laughs> he made you realize what you're missing. And that's when the left went berserk. Rush Limbaugh was on the air for 30 what years? 34 years, most powerful man in radio and communication, changed the world. He did. He did. I like to say that I like to walk in his footsteps, but I'll never fill his shoes. Nobody will. Nobody will. But Rush Limbaugh, you know what? He never got General Motors on his show. Why not? Why didn't Rush Limbaugh get Procter & Gamble on, on the show? Why didn't Rush get Coca-Cola as a sponsor? Why couldn't Rush say, hey, this morning I woke up and I had a Diet Coke. Thanks to Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Yeah, Diet Coke. You know why? Because conservative apartheid started then. It started there. And then it got worse. <laughs> then it got a whole lot worse. And and now, like for instance, yesterday I talked to Kevin Sorbo. I said, Kevin, name 10 Hollywood actors a-level Hollywood actors who are conservative. John Voight, maybe. <laughs> That's about it. Bruce Willis, maybe. That's conservative apartheid. That's shutting down free speech. 
makes it incredibly hard for you to get a job, makes you incredibly hard to be able to express yourself in a, in a lot of different ways. I, I remember I dreamed about being uh, Johnny Carson. Johnny, Johnny Carson, yes. He was my idol when I was a little boy. I would, uh, I would, the top of the stairs, I'd peek down when mom and dad were watching. I was, I was supposed to be in bed, but I watched Johnny Carson. And I realized a few years in that I probably would never host The Tonight Show because I had written for Rush Limbaugh and I was conservative. And I was right. <laughs> I was 100% right. I remember, uh, it was about 12 years ago, uh, I got a call from Mark Burnett's producer, senior producer. I don't remember what her name was because I was auditioning for Oprah's own network. And I sent in an audition tape, which others have seen, by the way. And they said, My God, where have you been? You're so good. And this same producer said, wow, where have you been all my life? And I went, I am going. I'm on my way. Yes. And then I find out they didn't want to have me. It was because I was conservative. A few years ago, I auditioned at WCCO AM in uh, the Twin Cities. And I auditioned. And I was branded by the staff and uh, local left leading media, some sort of a right wing, whatever the hell I was. Lost that job. And that's what we've had to deal with. And now we've had it literally codified with the federal government going after conservative speech. And what they did is they just labeled everything that was conservative or against anything the narrative of the government was spewing, they labeled it as misinformation or disinformation. And I got to tell you, I, again, I thought I was rocking and roll. I was on, I was on a Facebook, uh, 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 but this is about four years ago. I was on a network of twenty nine Facebook pages, seventeen million followers. I had a friend uh, who had uh, purchased, spent uh, almost his entire life savings to build these followings. Did not expect that Facebook on October thirty first, twenty eighteen, would take down all of his pages, and he would lose his money, and he never got any recourse, and he never got any of his money back, not one little bit. And then things got worse. And then things got worse. And then you didn't realize you were being shadow banned or you were being shadow banned. And then you didn't realize that you were being taken down. But then you re then you did. Then you knew. Oh, my, face, my, my YouTube page is down. Right now we have uh, uh, high, I mean, like big conservatives out there who have several strikes against them on YouTube. And I hear from conservatives, well, i got to be careful because I've already got three strikes. No, you don't. Screw that. Who in the hell is ascribing strikes to you so you can't talk? And, you know, you're censoring your own content because of that. I open the monologue with all of the things, several of the big things that you've been told by the liberal media and by the federal government are uh, untrue. We were told that uh, the, the laws in uh, the election laws, the integrity laws in Georgia were Jim Crow 2.0. Turns out 0% of blacks in the Atlanta area in the midterms experienced any difficulties when they voted. We found out that only 14% of Americans believe that letting people flow across our southern border is okay. Uh, the rest of us think they ought to be taken back over. And yet, for some reason... You can't say those things. Well, yes, you can. I said that 2023 can be and has to be a turning point where we're able to express ourselves and return to the principles of the First Amendment, which made us the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. And if it doesn't happen, then the world is screwed. Then I find out this morning that... Uh, DirecTV is going to ban Newsmax this week. Yeah. 
February 2021, Democrats on the Energy and Commerce Committee took aim at Fox, Newsmax, and OAN. Last a year, OAN disappeared from DirecTV. And I want to tell you that even though I compete with my brothers and sisters at OAN and Fox, I have their back. I don't like talking smack about the other networks generally, unless they really screw something up. DirecTV is paying more money to less popular channels, including left-wing network Vice. Newsmax is the number four cable news network. I've been a part of this network for three years. In that three years, my show, my weekend comedy show, has blown up. Donald Trump thinks I'm the funniest person on television, and we're making a mark. And along comes Greg Gutfeld, number one show late night in the country, beating the left-leading late-night cabal who have all bedded down with the Democrat Party. House Republicans have asked DirecTV to provide ratings and license fees for other channels to help determine if this is a business or political decision. Spoiler alert, it's political. You can help out. You can keep Newsmax on DirecTV. And if you would, I'm not doing this for me, we got a radio division. The radio division of Newsmax started because Chris Ruddy, who I, I don't know uh, Chris's uh, politics. I'm, I'm assuming he's right or center right. He's a businessman, too. He's a businessman, too. He doesn't tell his anchors, well, you've only got to talk conservative. You've only got to do. He does not. He says, do what you do. Get an audience. Do what you do. And he heard me, a voice he'd never heard before. And he said, why, in, what, why, where have you been? I'm going to give you a TV show. We're going to call it, to, uh, my podcast was called What in the World is Going On with Rob Carson. He says, no, 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 no. We got to make it Rob Carson's What in the World because it's your show. You got to be in the front of it. And then he said, you know what? We're going to create a Newsmax radio division because the podcast that he created with me blew up across the country. Went from zero to one day in October two years ago uh, on a Wednesday. It went from 50,000 downloads a week to 300,000 in one day. And that's when he decided to create a radio division. And now we're on 40 glorious stations, and we're growing. And we're on the radar, and we've got a big target on our backs. Why? Why? Well, we're not spewing untruths? We're not. Uh, listen, we have to have the same journalistic standards as everybody else. And if you think CNN has <laughs> journalistic standards, you're high. But what I would ask you to do is get in touch with your representative. I put the uh, the contact information, how to find your representative, on my social media at Rob Carson or Rob Carson Show. Freshman Representative Wesley Hunt uh, said that the TV provider's inability to come on an agreement with Newsmax over cable fees signals a political decision to censor conservative media, which you know is happening all over the place. It's happening all over the place. They're keeping Vice Media, and Newsmax is attracting a massive audience every single week. So all we're asking is for the ability to do what we do, to provide a service, to provide uh, information and entertainment to people. And we all know that what what we went through, you and I went through, with the FBI, the DHS creating a department of disinformation, we also know that the mainstream media went along with it. And now DirecTV, on the heels of banning OAN last year, 
They want to do the same thing, the Newsmax. I'm asking you, if you would, get in touch with your representative today. All of the things that we're being just lied to and misled on, voter integrity in Georgia, <laughs> the southern border, and, and people coming across the border, all of these things, all of these things, this has to be a year that we turn from censorship to freedom and where we turn away from nonsense back to common sense. DirecTV pays 11 liberal networks on its network lineup. None of them have the reach that Newsmax does. If you would, get in touch with your rep today. Okay? Uh, if you appreciate what we do, if you appreciate the, the great people, Chris Salcedo and Rob Schmidt is terrific, and, and Jen Pellegrino and Rob Finnerty, and I can go on and on. Uh, if you enjoy us on DirecTV, if you would do that, it would be great. And again, going to uh, just go to uh, my uh, social media, find your uh, representative, and just say, hey, man, uh, you know, do something about this. Keep DirecTV, uh, keep Newsmax on DirecTV. Stop the censorship. By the way, and this is kind of funny, because now the White House is trashing the media <clears throat> with regard to uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre being asked tough questions. Remember when, uh, remember when uh, uh, Sean Spicer was the press secretary uh, or Kaylee Beckadani were the press secretary? Daily beatings by the press. And now this administration's getting all kinds of unheard about it. The White House on Monday accused members of the media of seeking to milk daily revelations about Joe Biden's possession of classified documents for their own benefit amid pressure to provide straight answers on con camera, I should say, about the state of the matter. So we're asking serious questions about a story that even the mainstream media realizes is a major story. And the reason why they're doing that is because they know that Joe Biden is done. Don't give him too much credit. But now the, uh, the White House is all bummed out that Joe Biden is beyond corrupt and the media has finally stopped asking him about ice cream and what your favorite ice cream is. Doesn't that suck? I've got some audio from Corinne Jean-Pierre, and, uh, and then we've got a bunch of other stuff to get to, including what's happening in American cities, which Democrats have ushered in. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. Claude, you hold on. You'll be up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. <clears throat> to support Newsmax, get in touch with your uh, congressperson. 
uh, and say, you know what, keep Newsmax on uh, on uh, DirecTV because they are attempting, uh, they're planning on getting rid of Newsmax, even though they're keeping on all sorts of uh, liberal networks. And, you know, God, honestly, uh, do, you, do you like being told there is no inflation when you're suffering? Do you like being told that there's no uh, voter fraud? Do you like being told that there's no border crisis? Do you enjoy that? Are you down with that? Because you know what? You go right ahead with those lemmings. You go right ahead with those people who say, you know, there's nothing wrong with the, with the, the COVID vaccine and there's the COVID uh, uh, requirements and kept kicking people out of the military for not getting the vaccine and screw your religious exemption. If you're down with that, you keep marching down that road. We're going the other way. We are going the other way. Now let's go to Claude in Arbutus, Maryland. He's been holding for a while. He's got something that he's itching to say. Claude, what's going on, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you, Mr. Carson? Good, good, good. What's up? That's great. There's a couple things on the mind. This debt ceiling, we need to not raise it. We need to stay where it is. Shut the government down. Who cares? Because nothing's going to happen to your Social Security check. Nothing's going to happen to your disability check. The FBI is still going to work. The Secret Service, all the government agencies. Claude, 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 Claude. You know what else? What? A whole bunch of government employees are going to get a paid time off. Yep, it's a scam. That's all it is. Yeah, it's a a, a put on. It's a shakedown in the words of the who. Go ahead. Do you have an email? Because I'm trying to raise money to help our veterans for me to get a new ambulance to feed our homeless veterans. You know what, Claude? That is a conversation we should have off air. So I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold, and we'll get Claude's contact information. How's that sound? Yeah. Oh, and this is another thing. Now, if you uh, if you were to uh, just watch the mainstream media and uh, big social media and listen to the narrative of the government, you'd say that Anthony Fauci did a bang-up job. He did a bang-up job. And even though that money from his uh, agency went to uh, China to study gain-of-function research, and even though there was a, a pandemic released by a lab in Wuhan that uh, Joe Biden says we can't investigate... You know, even that, if you just paid attention to the mainstream media, you, you'd, you'd be lionizing him. They'd be putting up statues where Christopher Columbus used to be. But you know what? New study says that most Americans support uh, an investigation into Anthony Fauci. That's kind of strange, isn't it? No, no, no. He's a god. 1,000 uh, voters were surveyed. This, according to the Trafalgar, Trafalgar Group, I should say, asked if they should support an investigation into Fauci's inconsistent testimony about his research leading up to the COVID-19 pandemic. 52% said, yeah. That's kind of crazy. 46% said, no. And who are those? Well, let's see. 80% of uh, uh, Republicans said investigate Fauci. And uh, it looks like uh, 53% of Democrats say uh, no. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, if you just just uh, make uh, uh, Newsmax go away on uh, DirecTV and and uh, shut down uh, OAN like they did last year, and then uh, you know d- don't hold anybody accountable at the DHS and the FBI and the IRS and the uh, other sundry agencies that have shut down freedom of speech using the uh, the words uh, misinformation or disinformation, or the FBI literally having eighty agents at a a payroll of $3.5 million working for Twitter to shut down speech after they shut down Hunter Biden's laptop story before the 2020 election. And they also had over 100 people working at Facebook censoring conservative speech while the while the leader of Facebook, while the owner of Facebook contributed a half a billion dollars of his own money to unmanned ballot boxes 
around the country, particularly in the five battleground states, which all stopped voting on the night of election night, and millions of votes came in for Joe Biden the next day exclusively. I mean, if you're down with that, you keep listening to, you know, whatever you're listening to. But the rest of us aren't believing it. And uh, this is not going to end well for the people in power. And it can end well, really well, even if you're a liberal, even if you're left of center. Because sooner or later, shoe might be on the other foot and your speech might be restricted as well. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. 